0: first impression getting my name wrong and having no clue what we do as a company those are three strikes you're out right away and we haven't even talked about your knowledge skills and abilities
1: hi everyone and welcome to the selling in Asia podcast today Tom and myself will be discussing how to ace your next sales interview I'm Elaine Brindamore, and I'm the Director of Operations here at SoCo, and I'm joined with Tom Abbott, who is the CEO here at SoCo.
0: I am pumped. Hey, thanks. I'm really excited to dive into this topic because I think it's more timely now than ever, and people need the tools they need to try to land that first job or their next job, but this is going to be a great episode, so let's let's jump in.
1: And it's really timely because we're actively hiring for sales reps. Right now, for the past couple of months, for actually both of our companies, we've been doing a lot of interviews. So I thought it'd be good to <laughs> discuss, you know, what's working and what's not working when we're interviewing people. Love so, it. Um, you've been interviewing a lot of people lately. You know, yourself, our office managers. We've been meeting with a lot of people, some really great people out there, and then some people that just don't quite interview well, or they just don't quite do well in their interview. So what are some bad experiences that you've had that we should share with people so they know what to avoid during an interview?
0: Yeah, so that's a great question. So as you said, we've been meeting a lot of people and I think what everyone has to remember, and it's great that our audience here are... Sales professionals. Right. And what we have to realize is that an interview is actually a sales call, like an interview is a sales meeting. So you've got to put your best face forward, your best foot forward, and you've got to make sure that you're presenting yourself in the best way. So your resume or your CV or your LinkedIn profile is basically almost like a company brochure. That's kind of like your marketing, and that attracts people to you. So maybe they either reached out to you cold, if they were trying to headhunt you, or maybe you responded to an ad and you're applying for this position. So your resume kind of gets your foot in the door. But once you actually get that interview, now you have to sell yourself. Now you actually have to go from marketing to sales. And I think that this is where a lot of people struggle. Now, as sales professionals, I think everyone here listening will really appreciate what we're going to talk about now. I've had a number of people that I've interviewed I've come on for that initial screening call with them and right out of the gates, maybe they haven't turned on their camera, assuming it's a Zoom interview, which is very common these days, right? So they haven't turned on their camera or their audio is not working or their internet connection is really weak or their lighting is horrible in the room that they're in. So there are just so many things that establish that initial impression, that first impression, which actually, you know, that expression goes, you never get a second chance to make a first impression. So what's that initial impression when we hop on that Zoom call for that interview and I see you? Do you look... Go ahead.
1: Because the interviewer is looking at you like, what will you look like when I put you in front of the customer?
0: Well, 100 percent. It's that first impression. So, again, everything's like sales. So if I'm hiring a sales person, Mm -hmm. I want to see how are they going to be when they're on a sales call with a prospect? Because they're trying to sell to me in the same way that they're trying to sell to a prospective customer. So what's that initial first impression? Is it favorable? Like, oh, okay, this is this is a great start. I feel comfortable. This is looking good. Or is it immediately going to raise some red flags with me? So I always want people to think about this interview is basically like a mock sales call. So your initial first impression, your appearance, how how you comport yourself, the way you're dressed. Do you look like you just woke up or are you looking sharp? Are you looking ready to go? Super important. I've also had situations where people have called me Tim Mm. instead of Tom. That's really, really annoying, and I've had that come up a couple of times, and I don't know what it is. I don't know what what it is. Know the name of the person that you're interviewing with, please. Do a little. I mean, it, I was going to say do some homework, but no, just check the email or check the name on that LinkedIn message that they sent you. Who are you talking to? So it's Tom. It's not Tony. It's not Tim. Get my name right. So that right out of the gates is going to get me a little bit frustrated and not looking forward to continuing this conversation. I don't want to have to correct you. I want us to be focusing on everything. And again, attention to detail. So the way you are with me on an interview is probably how you're going to be on a sales call. So that's something to take note of. One of my opening questions that I ask people is, hey, so what do you know about SoCo? What do you know about our company? you'd be shocked, maybe you wouldn't be shocked because it's probably more common than, than, than we think. I've had several people on an interview say to me, oh, Tom, so sorry, I, I didn't really get a chance to, to check you out. Well, then what the heck are we doing on this call? Like you have no idea what we do? Take two minutes, five minutes maximum Jump on my LinkedIn profile because we've probably, hopefully you connected with me on LinkedIn if you're coming for an interview. Jump on my LinkedIn profile, take a quick scan and see what's my role, what's my title, what do I do at SoCo and what do we do as a company here at SoCo. Just get some familiarity with us. Hop on our website and take a look at some of our, services that we offer. So you can at least come to the call speaking intelligently about who we are and what we do. So I know there's a lot of stuff that we want to talk about, Elaine, so I won't go too deep here. I don't want to kind of spoil too much, but those are my biggest pet peeves. So bad first impression, getting my name wrong, and having no clue what we do as a company, those are three strikes you're out right away and we haven't even talked about your knowledge, skills, and abilities.
1: Awesome. Okay, so avoid those. So now that we know what to avoid, what should they do?
0: (laughs) So it would almost be the complete opposite. So what do you do? You come prepared. You look good. You have a shower. You have a shave. You put on some nice fresh clothes, and you're feeling confident, and you're looking good. That's number one. Make sure that the lighting is nice. The background is clear and uncluttered. You've tested your internet connection and your video camera and your audio 10 minutes before the interview so that you're ready to go, so you're prepared. Also, review your notes. Review your notes or your correspondence with your interviewer. Go through your LinkedIn messages or your email correspondence so that you're very aware of, okay, who am I meeting with? Is it Tom, Tony, or Tim? And you also know what are, what are the key things that this company does. Have I been on their website, for example? So you've done your research. You have a quick idea of what they do and who they sell to so that you can speak intelligently at the interview. There's nothing worse Now picture this, on a sales call, nothing worse than some amateur salesperson asking their prospect, so, tell me, what do you do? That's the lamest thing. You couldn't get ready? Instead, say, all right, Tom, I've been on your website, and I can see that some of your major offerings are motivational sales keynotes, sales training, both virtual and in-classroom, and you've got an e-learning platform, SoCo Academy. I'm curious, which of those three products would you want me as a sales rep to be focusing on? What's the strategy for Soko moving forward where you want to see the most growth? Holy smokes, if I had a sales rep come to me and ask me those questions, I would almost go, you're in, (laughs) you know what I mean? You're just asking the right questions right out of the gates. You know, come prepared and that's gonna help you nail the interview.
1: Right. So that sounds really good, Tom. So I know you've had a couple interviews and I noticed there was someone that you interviewed the other day that you were like, wow, this person was really good. I mean, what's an example of a really good interview that you've had recently? Like what did they do to wow you?
0: Well, I think this one particular person that comes to mind was confident. So just number one, they were confident on the call. They had some gravitas, and by gravitas, I mean they had some weight, they had some substance, they had some experience, and that came across in our conversation. They didn't come across as meek and soft and passive, but they seemed very confident. They had belief in themselves. Now, we didn't end up engaging them, but my goodness, it was a very good interview, and it was great right right from the start. So they had this confidence, and that was important. They also had a certain, certain presumptuousness about them. So they used language like we and us. So who, who do we typically sell to at SoCo? You know, what do we need to be focusing on? And, and, and using language like that that was kind of presuming or assuming the sale. And I really liked that because that showed me one that they were confident, but two, that they could actually see themselves as part of this company. So I really liked that. And the third thing that I liked was they, they seemed to have some knowledge of who we were. So they actually went onto our website, they checked out our LinkedIn, they told me that they had watched a lot of our videos on social and were big fans. They referred specifically to one video in particular that they really liked. So that just had me feeling as though, number one, they did their research. And number two, they understood our company.
1: Wonderful. So it seems like at the very basics, just to get to the next level, you've got to look good. You've got to be confident. You need to know a bit about the company. You need to have the right person's name. So that's kind of the the basics. So once you get past that next level, like they haven't blown it yet, they haven't blown it. (laughs) They, they, They look okay. Everything's there. What's the next level? What kind of questions do you start to ask to find out is this person actually a good salesperson?
0: Right. So there's a lot. And and I think the first one kind of flows nicely from what I just left off with, which I say, "Look, based on your understanding, how would you describe our business?" So I want to hear them articulate a little bit about their knowledge and understanding. So You know, they need to prepare, look at the website, look at LinkedIn, follow us on social, get a better idea. What are our goals, our mission, our vision, the company culture here? So, for example, you can see over my shoulder, one of our mantras here at SoCo is we never want someone to lose a sale because they can't sell. That's something we're passionate about. That's, at the end of the day, what it's all about. We want to make sure that every single salesperson on the planet has the tools they need to achieve their goals so that they're confident and they bring their best in every sales situation. So I want them to have an understanding of that from the marketing collaterals that we've got out there. So they they need to take a look at that. The second question that I like to ask is, what are two things about this position that attracted you? I want to know why did you apply for this job with us? So I'm trying to gauge your enthusiasm about SoCo and gauge your enthusiasm about the role that you're looking to apply for. I wanna see if you're a good fit. Are you just looking for a job? Are you just looking for a paycheck? Are you bored out of your mind? Do you hate your current job? What's your motivation for actually reaching out to us or at least taking this call?
1: I have to I have to add that I had an interview with someone once that, you know, I asked, so, you know, why do you want this role? They said, oh, because I got a degree in it and I guess I should get a job in it. And so I want to try it out. Like that is not the answer. (laughs) You know, you've really got to to want it. No one's going to give you a job just because you're like, "Ah, I need a job. They're going to give you a position because they feel like you really want it and you're going to do well at it. So you've got to demonstrate that I really want this because I've done this and that. And I look forward to doing this and I enjoy doing this. So that's <laughs> the reason why I think I'm going to be really good in this role.
0: Yeah, Elaine, and, I love that. We don't want yeah. candidates applying for jobs at our company because they've invested a lot of time and money in a degree and there's already sunken costs. So they're trying to recoup their losses. I want someone who saw that as an investment <laughs> and they want to grow and they see this as a stepping stone to develop and grow in the future.
1: Yeah, exactly
0: you want to take your sales skills to the next level and learn how to master the entire sales process, join SoCo Academy and get certified in SoCo selling. The link is in the notes.
1: Wonderful. And so what else do you ask? I know one of the questions you like to ask is what's the last sales book or the Ooh, last yeah. training you've done? I've always <laughs> liked that one. Hmm. So tell me more about that one.
0: Yes, Elaine, you know me very well. So that is one of my favorite questions. i like to say, so what's the last sales book that you read? Again, shockingly, perhaps unsurprisingly, I get a lot of people going, sales book, hmm, ooh, I don't know, hmm, And, and that tells me something. Now, let me just qualify this statement by saying, when I ask someone what's the latest sales book that they read, I'm not just asking about a book. It could be a podcast they listened to. It could be a course they went on. It could be a video on YouTube that they watched. Like, I just want to know when's the last time you invested time and preferably money in developing yourself as a professional salesperson. It's what I'm trying to figure out. So
1: So they could wow you by coming on that call and being like, you know what? I, I haven't read a book recently, but I did actually take this online course. So I love learning about sales. I'm always listening to these podcasts. I just wanted to get better at qualifying. So I just completed this course on qualifying. Or another great answer that I love is when they're like, you know, I'm I'm always learning. I'm Mm. always watching videos. I'm always looking to get better at this and that. And when they come with that, we know that they're serious about their role. They're serious about getting better. And that when they come on board, they will already have some great skills. So I feel like that's a really good answer to that question.
0: Yeah, 100%. If they say, hey, here are my top three favorite YouTube channels Mm. in the sales space that I subscribe to, that tells me that they're learners. So I'm a big believer in a lot of my talks. I say, the more you learn, the more you earn. Because learners are earners. So I want people on my team that are lifelong learners. So I love it when people say, hey, look, one of my favorite books is this, that, or the other. And it doesn't always have to be, you know, <laughs> social selling or the Soho Solution 21 selling strategies for growing your small business. Do not try to BS me and say, oh, the last book I read or my favorite book is yours, Tom. If it is, that's great. But I might ask them, okay, so what's your second favorite Like, I'm going to ask a follow-up question. I don't want BS, I want the truth here. And I like to ask, what is it about that book that you like? What did you learn from that? And how are you applying that in your day-to-day selling situations? Again, learners are earners.
1: So I just want to add in here that we've got a lot of great resources for all the sales reps out there. So if they're looking to really impress their next interviewee, you know, pick up one of our sales books. We've got social selling, we've got the Soho solution. And of course, there are a lot of other sales books out there, of course, but pick up a book, you know, social selling is great for modern sales techniques using social media. If they can go to their next employer and say, you know what, actually, I wanted to learn some really cutting edge sales methodologies, which is why I read this book about social selling think that would really wow people. And I also want to share for everybody out there that we do also have a free sales training pack. So if you want a free mini course on essential skills to get you started in sales, it's got... Few cheat sheets on qualifying and objection handling. That'll really help you. And you can just say, Hey, yeah, actually, I took a little mini course the other day on sales. I've got a bunch of booklets, you know. So we've got that. You can go to our website, socoselling.com, go to the resources section, and you can find all of our freebies there. So that'll definitely help you ace your next interview.
0: Love that, Elaine. And again, and
1: of course this podcast. Well,
0: sure. <laughs> and it goes to the point. The reason why you shared that is because. We never want someone to lose a sale because they can't sell. So there's no excuse. The only thing holding you back is yourself.
1: Yeah. So there's a lot of really great salespeople out there that who are really good, but maybe their their problem is, is the interview. So, you know, sometimes people are really great, but they struggle in the interview. So what tips do you have for
0: people out there? The short answer is role play. right? I mean, again, I see interviews like sales calls. Same thing. Interview is a sales meeting. You're trying to sell yourself. You're trying to influence someone. Sales is just influence. You're trying to convince someone to do something. You're trying to influence someone's decision and demonstrate value, perhaps answer some objections and try to get some commitment from them to close the deal. So if people struggle in interviews, Do mock interviews, do role plays in the same way that in our training programs, we get people to do role plays and mock sales presentations so that they get comfortable with being uncomfortable. They get comfortable with those feelings, those natural feelings that come up during interviews. How do you respond to tough questions? How do you engage with people and record them? Do these on Zoom or with a camera, perhaps with your your handphone, and just record yourself in an interview situation, just like a sales meeting, and go back and review it. Do you take, do you say ums and ahs and are you pausing too long? Or are are, are you sweating during the interview? Are you really nervous? Are you kind of fidgeting and, you know, touching your face and kind of like looking all over the place? How do you appear... When you're actually interviewing with a prospective employer, this is to me, invaluable, great learning opportunity, and that's going to help you ace your next interview.
1: So this reminds me of something which is, we're, we're talking about how the interview is like a mock sales, it, it's showing how you would be in a sales presentation. So the sales interview just isn't just the call. It's also what you do before the call and after the call. Mm. You know where I'm going, Tom. So Hundred percent. People that are really good before you even get on that call, you're already impressed, and then afterwards, they're following up, and you're like, wow, they know the whole sales process. Mm-hmm. You can tell us more about that.
0: Yeah, for sure. So for me, my favorite candidates are okay. Here's here's my my biggest concern, my biggest pet peeve, or thing that worries me: Will someone show up for this call? Mm, That's right. always my thing. Are they going to show up or are they going to bail and be a no-show? Hmm. So as an interviewer, look, as a sales guy, I'm used to following up with these people. So I, my instinct is to follow up with the candidate and say, hey, I'm really looking forward to our interview tomorrow. We'll see you then. If, if anything comes up between now and then, drop me a note, let me know. That's kind of my instinct, but I can't do that. I'm just being a micromanager. They should be doing that very same thing. So if you're interviewing for a job and let's say your interview is next week. What I encourage you to do is one day before. So first of all, thank the person. Hey, thanks so much for the opportunity. I'm looking forward to it. Is there anything you want me to review or check out in preparation for that meeting? That's awesome. Do that. And then you, oh, okay. You know what? Check this out, check that out, check that out. Okay, perfect. Then one day before the interview, drop them a quick message, whether it's an SMS, a WhatsApp, an email, or a LinkedIn message, whatever they prefer to be spoken to on, okay? Drop them a note and say, you know, hey, I'm really looking forward to our our meeting tomorrow. I'm really excited. I've got some things that I want to share about my prior experience that I think would be a really great fit for this role. I'm excited to meet with you tomorrow. So pique their interest, pique their curiosity, get them excited about you. And it, it, it takes the pressure off them going, okay, this candidate's not going to bail, number one. And number two, they're keen. Yeah.
1: Then and, and number three, it shows that they know the sales process, which is you've got to confirm your sales calls the day before. You're percent real life.
0: Yes. So look, are you modeling the behavior that you should be modeling on a sales call? Treat it like a sales call. So then you go through the interview. Everything goes well, hopefully. And then after the interview.
1: Just to add. Yeah. Be on time.
0: Oh, okay. Right? Thought that went without saying, but unfortunately not.
1: Unfortunately not always. (laughs) So
0: look, be on time for that interview. And for me, on time is late. What do I mean by that? If the interview is at 10 a.m., you click that Zoom link at 5-2 again testing your tech testing the audio testing the video testing your internet connection making sure you look good how's your background on time is late in person even more so make sure that you give yourself enough time to get to that interview that meeting's place okay it always takes longer than you think to walk from the from the from the train always takes longer than you think to walk from the bus always takes longer than you think to find parking and to get from the car park to the interviewer to check in with security, find the right lift lobby, get up there and check in. Everything always takes longer than you think. So if your interview is live in person at 10, you aim to be there for 930. If you're early, they'll love you. Okay. But if you're late, you're done.
1: Great insights, Tom. So what about, so they've done the interview that they've aced it before they've dropped you a message to confirm they've asked what they should prepare they've aced it on the interview what do you expect after the interview
0: i expect a follow-up message I expect a follow-up message. Hey, Tom, thanks so much for taking the time to meet with me. I I really learned a lot about SoCo and what you're looking for. And and, and here's why I think I'm a great fit for that position. And here's a couple of follow-up questions that I have for you. Wow, this is getting really interesting now. This is getting really interesting. I'm engaged with this person. They stand out. My gosh, I meet a lot of people. I interview a lot of people. So how are you going to stand out from everybody else? It's in the quality and the quantity of the interactions that we have. So follow-up is the key as it is in sales.
1: So Tom, to wrap this up, is there anything else out there that any other advice you can give sales reps out there to help them ace their next interview? We really want to help people get their next sales role. So what else, what other advice do you have?
0: I would really suggest that when you come to kind of put this all together. You've got to be prepared. But I also invite every sales rep to think about, as they're applying for positions and interviewing for for jobs, to really think hard about their long-term career goals. Really think hard about your long-term goals. So interviewers always want to have a sense of how ambitious you are, especially in a sales role. We want to know how much dedication do you have to actually stay in that role, or are you going to be quickly looking for another opportunity? So if your LinkedIn profile or your resume shows that your, your, your average tenure at a job is like you know, less than a year, That sends a signal to me that you're a perpetual job hopper and that you're always looking for the next best thing, but you're not willing to invest the time and the effort in the role that you're in to grow. One of the biggest things that I've seen with a lot of young people today, and here I go showing my age, is a lot of young people today, there's ambition and then there's impatience. You can have ambition, but have patience as well. Take the time to hone your craft and hone your skills to demonstrate your worth before moving up the food chain and moving up the corporate ladder. Show that you're willing to learn, to grow, and then you can take things to the next level. So be patient and persistent as well as ambitious.
1: I love that, Tom. Thanks so much for sharing. So it also reminds me that we are actively hiring for a sales rep. So if anyone out there is looking to join a fun, vibrant, modern company like ours... I do invite you to apply. We're a very fun company. I like to think, right, Tom?
0: We're a lot of fun. I can be a tough customer, as you can tell on this interview, but I'll tell you, if you made it through this podcast, Great. you've got a good shot of making it through the interview process.
1: Yeah, yeah. You write everything down. You're going to want to ask, ask me this. This is how I answer it. Oh, you'll definitely ace our interviews. So, so do apply. We'll see how this goes. We're always looking for good people to join the company. And I just wanted to remind everyone out there that we do have some great resources on our website, socoselling.com. Go to resources, look for the sales starter pack. You'll get some free videos and downloads, and that should help you all with your sales career and your next role. So I'd like to thank everyone for being on this podcast, and we will see you in the next episode.
0: Thanks, Elaine, for a great podcast. And for our listeners, happy selling.
1: Happy selling. Bye.
0: To get in touch with me, you can find me on LinkedIn by looking up Tom Abbott Soko. And you can reach out to us on our website, SokoSelling.com, where our program advisors are happy to help plan out the ideal training solution for your team. Take care, everyone, and I hope you'll tune in to the next episode of the Selling in Asia podcast.